I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hey, welcome to the Lens on Fitness podcast. You know, I really appreciate you guys joining me each time. I'm hoping that you're able to gain something from this episode that you can actually take away and put into practice in your own life, or maybe even help somebody else out. So for a long while now, I've been having these conversations with various people about the kinds of issues they face when it comes to wanting to work out, but not actually getting round to doing it. And there is definitely a common theme in the kinds of answers that I keep repeatedly hearing. Now, rather than go through a long list of all the different fitness barriers, because let's face it, there are quite a lot of things that that get in the way of people being able to, you know, start a workout program or begin exercising, you know, even in the slightest and gentlest way. I'm going to focus on just one of the most common problems that you seem to be struggling with. And the one that I've chosen to discuss today is lack of time or having no time to work out. I'm sure you've heard it before and you're now going to hear it again. We all have 24 hours and I don't think there is a single person on this planet who's figured out how to get more out of a day than 1,440 minutes because it's just not possible. Yes, we all have commitments and responsibilities of some kind. They could be work-related, maybe you work long hours or just awkward hours. You could be raising a family, you know, you have children to take care of, or maybe you're looking after an elderly or sick family member. You know, the list could go on. But claiming that you have more going on in your life than the next person is really just an easy way of excusing yourself for not having the time to work out. You know, especially when you have absolutely no idea how bad somebody else has it in comparison to your circumstances. So never ever assume that because you see people who have been successful at doing the thing that you want to do, that they don't have any issues in their life, problems, responsibilities or commitments, or automatically assume that they have excess amount of time on their hands and that's the only reason why they've been able to do it. So the first thing you need to do in order to tackle this issue is ask yourself, how are you spending your 24 hours? Are you scrolling social media on your phone for four or five hours a day? Are you watching stuff on Netflix, you know, back to back? Or maybe you might even be staying in bed for extra long hours and then waking up whenever you want to. I mean, these are just only a handful of examples of how your 24 hour day can get swallowed up so easily. And when you're doing this so often and it it becomes a habit that you're doing on a daily basis, you don't even realize that these bad habits are eating into the time that you have. If you really want to see how your time is, is being spent, grab a pen, get some paper and write down all of the things that you would do on an average day 
you know, the main things that you would do routinely on an average day and how much time you actually spend doing that thing. Because when it's written down and clear to see, there is no way to escape how you are mismanaging your time. And also, if you don't use Netflix or use your phone scrolling social media for hours and hours all day and seeing what other people are getting up to, or maybe laying in bed till all hours and getting up when you feel like it, but you're still struggling with time because you have 101 things to do. I hear you on this because I too am in that situation. You know, I'm working from home and I also have my hands full with taking care of my mum who has an illness. And if I told you about how busy my day is, you know, you would not believe how I have to try and manage. I mean, my, my typical day is cooking, cleaning, doing the laundry, taking care of the house, you know, the maintenance of it, sorting out the finances, coordinating the carers that come to the house, grocery shopping, managing healthcare professionals that come in and out to make visits, hospital appointments, giving my mum physio, you know, having to do all of this, plus try and work from home at the same time, it is hard. And anybody who's been a caregiver or who's helped out somebody who's who has an illness or who needs the help, you'll realise how hard it is and how much your time just vanishes before your eyes. And it doesn't matter how much I wish that I had more time. I know that I'm not going to get more time. I mean, I honestly could do with an extra 15 hours being added to my day, but realistically, it's not going to happen. So the next best thing that I can do is try and create more time. I've had to, on a number of occasions, sit down, really think about all the different types of jobs that I need to do throughout the day and decide which of these jobs can be given out to somebody else or which of these jobs can I complete in a more efficient way and get it done quicker and release some time that way. And one example is cooking. I think that would be a great example. Having to go into the kitchen every single day, it takes time because I like to prepare my own meals. I'm not one for getting takeouts or anything like that. I like to have full control over what I am eating. When you're cooking from scratch, it can take time. As much as I appreciate the meal at the end of it, it takes time. So rather than having to be in the kitchen seven days a week, I've worked out a way of how I can be in there for three or four times a week. And I've done that by batch cooking, cooking a whole load of food, which will last a couple of days, two, three days, place it into the freezer, prepping the vegetables. I mean, because that takes time as well when you're actually peeling stuff and chopping stuff up, get that done. And then that will save me time from having to be in the kitchen seven days a week. And that will give me maybe an extra four hours time during the week to be able to do other things that I need to take care of. That's just one example, you know, and I'm hoping to go through my list again and look at other areas of things that I can change. And this is how you need to start looking at your 24 hour day. You need to start managing it in the same way as you would do your finances. You know, if you knew that you had a certain amount of money coming in all these years, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, 
your income has been reduced drastically, you have less money coming in, you know that you're going to have to write down a list of all your outgoings and then you're going to look down your list and pick off the things which you don't really necessarily need, you know, which are not helping you financially. You know, you need to cut down on some of these things and then you'll realize that you'll be able to meet the budget that you have coming in for that month. And it's exactly the same thing with your 24 hour day. And we need to start looking at the things that are really eating into your time. And the biggest habit that a lot of people have is spending so much time in front of a screen. And normally it's their smartphone. Yes, it's good to, to see what other people are up to. And yes, it's good to connect with the rest of the world. But when you're spending five, six, seven hours a day doing that, and then you're wondering where your 24 hours have gone at the end of that, well, there's your answer. And let's face it, a workout is only a fraction of your day. You don't need to be working out for an hour or two hours or three hours or anything like that. 20 minutes would be enough even. So how you say that you cannot find the time to work out and schedule in 20 minutes of your day to be able to exercise and take care of your health, you know, especially when you say this is something that you really want to do, but you can't find the time. You know, it comes back to the whole thing. How much do you really want to do something? And if you want to do something, you will find a way. So now you can see how it's done, you know, to create more time. It is possible. First of all, from the get-go, you just need to be truthful about how you're spending your 24-hour day. You know, there's distractions everywhere, all over the place. There's no getting away from any kind of distraction now. And it's that which is getting in the way of you being able to really sit down and think about how you can create more time out of the 24 hours that you have. You know, the world is not going to slow down. So how much longer can you go on repeatedly saying to yourself that you don't have time? I honestly do hope that you can make a start today and take some of those things that I've mentioned in this episode into consideration. But in the meantime, if you do have any other queries or questions of fitness or nutrition or well-being related, feel free to send me a DM on my Instagram page at train like an athlete. I will get back to you. I will use your question in one of my episodes and I will do so anonymously. I'm not going to mention your name or anything like that. I'm sure with your one question, you'll be helping not only yourself out, but many other people as well. So until next time, thank you for listening take good care of yourself and I shall see you on the next episode. Bye for now.